Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio with my pal Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. What is happening, everybody? And today we want to talk about concept cars and how, well, the future is now when it comes to technology. Wow, have cars changed through the years? And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that are on the horizon and some things that are happening now that you might not have heard of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously with us being in the automotive parts industry, as cars change, parts change, things change, we're constantly growing and we're seeing that from our vendors too as far as new parts and technological advancements in the repair industry too i mean as cars get more advanced these repairs are becoming more advanced um as you know when we spend time on the mustang we did a lot of work that we were able to do ourselves we picked a distributor yep. cap up and turned it and yeah. tuned it but now cars don't have distributor caps anymore no right? electronic so, ignition is taken exactly. over and that's standard and even with the brakes it used to be like ooh, disc brakes on the front of a car well now almost every car is right. a four-wheel disc brake. exactly and i'm at the backup camera yeah that was something that when you were younger i never thought my parents would have a car that has a backup camera let alone me yeah and now I can't live without it. And as of 2018, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, backup cameras federally mandated. Every vehicle needs to have a backup camera built into it. That's going to be even like a Corvette or like a everything, car. everything, wow. whether it's, you know, the cheap, you know, low end introductory car all the way up to the best package that they have to offer. Now, I'm sure screen size will change and placement and quality will change. But the minimum federal safety regulation now is that you have to have a backup camera built into every single new vehicle. Wow. No additional charge. That and then also uh, the cameras like in the rearview mirror and in your side rearview mirror. Yes. Like not even the camera on the dashboard. They're all over the yeah, place. The sky view down. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I saw that. It was mind boggling. I still do not understand the concept. I don't know how GM got like all these satellites above every <laughs> single one of the cars they sell and give you that view. Yeah, it's neat. I know we touched <laughs> on that in the last episode, yeah. too. It's definitely something that's very interesting. But you know what? All in the name of safety, which is absolutely yes. the most important thing, especially as you have a lot of people in your family that are motorcycle drivers. Oh, God. And anything we could do as vehicle drivers to help with the safety of motorcycle drivers yes. is going to be something that's that's oh, huge. Yeah. Help with visibility and the sensors, and it'll tell you on your mirrors little red lights and exactly oh it's crazy and speaking of motorcycles did you see harley davidson's new concept motorcycles and what they're coming out with no i have they're not going way into the electric motorcycle range oh, wow they yeah totally redesigning their bikes and uh I, i'm not like a motorcycle man but i do have an appreciation for sure. them and uh, what they're coming out of, a lot of the traditionalists are not happy. Yeah, I can't imagine. You know, we talked about this with the Sturgis conversation we had, right? Yeah. We're seeing the motorcycle industry change. They're accepting more and more people. But I still, you, no matter what, if you accept a Harley or a Honda or an Indian, whatever, I still can't see them adapting quickly to yeah. bikes not having that roar and rumble that oh, they the are famous and, for. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be weird. But those electric bikes, I mean, they are fast. They, they've got some concept ones that they take on tracks. Yeah. It's like Tron. It literally is like <laughs> Tron. That, that's two wheels. Imagine what they're doing on four. Well, the Teslas. I mean, you've seen the videos online, yeah. right? People get in and throw it into oh, that sports sp- sport mode, and then their head slaps the back of the the uh, seat. Tesla is definitely leading the innovation when it comes to the electric cars. Have yes. you had your opportunity to drive one yet? I have not, but you and I did talk about potentially maybe going to drive them. So. Oh, I got to drive one. It is the weirdest thing because there's no hesitation on 
the acceleration. It literally is like an electric motor that it goes instantly. You know? There's no shifting, and then it has its own like self control. It's able to use the cameras that you could just push autopilot, let go of the wheel, and it will drive. That's you crazy. Use the turn signal and it'll change lanes when it's time to park. It rolls up past the spot. You hit park, and it parks itself without you touching it. Wow. No brakes, no nothing. It does the automated stuff. Blows my mind. And yeah. to sit there in the driver's seat and like relinquish control and let the computer do the driving is really weird. Yeah. I can't imagine being behind the wheel of a car and not having your hands on it and oh, yeah. making it move. It's just 65 going down Cross County Highway. And here we are changing lanes and driving around cars through a bend in the road. And I'm not doing anything but using the turn signal. It wow. was weird. Yeah. And even the the screen on the inside was bigger than my computer monitor here. I don't know how you're not going to watch movies and let the car drive. That is the future. Netflix in the car. Yeah. I'm predicting it. <laughs> right here. Well, we saw that happen, right? We talked about trends last episode. Yeah. Think about that. Remember back in the day, PlayStations were the big thing in the back of the car, and you had the big screens and the yeah. TVs. Now the driver gets to participate. I mean, yeah, exactly. What a the what an interesting. Get bigger and and uh, the technology gets more and more easy and. These kids these days, they don't even know what it's like to be in a car without a TV. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, every mom's minivan now has screens in each of the yeah. back. And not only just one TV, everybody's watching their own thing. Yeah. And they have their own control and their cars come the, with headphones now and all sorts of stuff. To keep the fighting down. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to like the Homer Simpson car. Eventually, there's going to be a cab for the front seat and it's going to be <laughs> totally sectioned off and the kids are going to be in their own compartment. Yeah. Uh, oh, then they'll start splitting that so brothers and sisters don't fight in the back seat. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's stealing my air. We need to bubble him off. <laughs> no, it's interesting that we talk about that. We talked about the screen and all this electronics and technology. You know, we're even seeing that with like our vendors, Delphi Technologies being one of them. We've seen a big shift in the products that they're making. Now they're maintaining all the old products. Obviously, you know, we still have all these cars on the road and this is going to be a gradual change. But I mean, I've been reading articles about them working on all these new electronics and these control modules and you know think about the fact that 10 years ago right you walked into a parts store and it was all hard parts everywhere i'm very curious to see what our inventory looks like over the next 20 and 30 years and if that's shifting from mechanical parts down to these little micro switches exactly it's going to be interesting little converters and you're going to have little it's going to be like radio shack in the car parts exactly now yeah the aftermarket you know it's going to be an electronics and a control and it's just i'm very excited and curious to see a rebirth and a big change in the automotive aftermarket yeah. as these replacement parts get smarter. And and I think with the replacement parts, you're also going to see the upgrades worked into them automatically. Right. Like you're going to have a 2020 Honda Accord and you're going to go into get an upgrade on your hard drive underneath the hood and while you're there they'll be like hey how about we up- update your interior design and with the push of a button the lights change and, you know there's going to be all yeah. sorts of new unique ways of making your own car individual from a repair perspective i find that very interesting too because yeah. the smarter these cars get the more information they're going to be able to feed back to you you know you and i grew up in the age of well i have a check engine light on so i'm going to go yeah. get my obd2 reader and check what that code is 
and it could be four or five things. And then, yeah, and then you're going through a book figuring out which right. code it is. Now these cars are getting so smart, they're going to say, hey, you need to replace your alternator in exactly seven hours or it's yes. going to die on you. You are not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with my with my Buick Regal, it, it, it'll tell me the individual tire pressure around, yep. uh, how many miles do I have to change my oil, my filters when they need to be changed. Yep. It told me I needed a new cabin filter like a few months ago. Well, I know a place you can get it, so we'll definitely... Uh, I got one from you guys Did already. You? It's yeah, actually four bolts. I had to take the glove box out to get to the yeah. dang gum filters. The weirdest thing. Cabin but. filters or something that's interesting. We actually, I don't know if you ever saw it, but there's this young lady who lives in Ohio. Her channel's called The Little How-To Girl. So we worked with her. We gave her some parts for her car. And her and her dad, it's adorable. They oh. work together. And you see her do the cabin air filter change. So if you oh. need to know how to do it, uh, we didn't do an episode of Sockets and Cylinders on it. But check out Little How-To Girl and she'll teach you how to change your yeah. cabin air filter on your car i know who you're talking about she is so sweet yeah she's just voice. adorable hey if you're gonna watch a how-to video why not right <laughs> you know exactly you know that might even be a thing of the past come in these new cars they'll just have this laser ion filters that you could get in your home yeah they'll just put those in cars and yeah. then we won't have filters anymore it's crazy the paper filters well that's trees and we're saving trees nice. right anything you can do to help the environment and be good doing it you know and that brings us into that whole other conversation about cafe standards and all these new vehicles that are coming out now it's just amazing as far as like our concern for the environment which is obviously a great thing yeah whether or not how that affects us traditional car guys and big blocks and fuel consumption there's only so much you could change but that's where the technology comes in and who knows they'll have conversion kits that eventually that right. new coolant that they're working on developing that's good for the fish yeah you know you'll, <laughs> you'll be transferring it into your whatever 1970 exactly. Nova or whatnot. well look and, and we talked about this with the Teslas it hasn't changed the fact that we still get to go fast and we still yes. enjoy doing that it. love of speed will never go away on that note though as much as this electronic cars are coming out and it's cool the Dodge Challenger RT Scat Pack oh, 1320 man. dude Dodge has <laughs> been on it with their muscle cars so this is the new Challenger that's supposed to be coming out. The 1320 stands for 1,320 feet in the quarter mile. So it's an 11-second okay. okay. off-the-line car. Oh. It comes out at 11 seconds. So, And you know what else is funny about that? Talk about Dodge, Jeep, right? Yeah. All in the same family. The new Grand Cherokee Trackhawk. Oh, I've heard of the Trackhawk. 707 oh. horsepower. All-wheel drive. Runs an 11.8 on the track. Wow. <laughs> That'll get your kids to school fast yeah, right there. Right. You don't have to worry about running behind today, sweetheart, because daddy is get you there on time yeah holy cow and they're more efficient engines they run hotter but they're better for the environment and yep that's that is true muscle car yeah. right there well and that's the great thing as technology advances even my ford escape has a two liter turbo in it that's amazing isn't it 26 or 7 miles to the gallon with a two liter turbo in it remember back in the 90s we're all like "Ooh, I'll put a turbo oh, it has a turbo yeah you know that Saab made a whole career out of making cars with turbos yep. and now it's like standard a lot of Fiat's the come with them now. All the Ford EcoBoosts, a lot of them come with the turbos. Yeah. Fiat is another one that went away and, oh, they're back and they're yeah. leading in the technological yes. uh, development age and with their little cars and their Funky great little cars. I, I like and, them. Yeah. You know what else they're coming out with? What? The 2019 Toyota Supra is back. The Supra is It is back. back. Oh, and they're man. benchmarking it against the Porsche Cayman. So this is going to be such a fast car off the line that this it's is holding up car. against the Porsche Cayman. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and, man. And now, are we going to be able to get it in the United States, or is it going to be... Uh, from my understanding, it will have a U.S. release. 
Um, you could read more about it, like Motor Trend or Road and Track oh, online. Man, that's great. I saw Nissan just uh, premiered their new supercar. These new cars are a different level. And back in the day, remember, and Nissan was just a little economical car. Oh, I know. And now well, Toyota racing. too. Yeah, in, in the '70s. I mean, people don't think about. I'm sure some people, think, but definitely, I don't think kids these days, you know, think about the fact that Toyota has been a brand in America since the mm-hmm. '60s, '70s. Those cars have been around just as long as the Dodges oh, yeah. and the Chevys um, in America you know, for for the majority of when cars were available to everybody. Toyota's also this year come out with a brand new uh, luxury car. It's called the Century. And it looks just like a Rolls Royce. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is going to be a European application for them. Okay, so maybe right-hand drive or something? It is right-hand drive, but I mean, the interior of this car, everything luxury to reclining back seats to leather and wood all the way around. See, I would have thought that, because Toyota and and Lexus, they're the same company, right? Toyota and Lexus are owned by the same company. I would have thought that high-end car would have been a Lexus instead of a Toyota. I'll be honest, I can't speak on it too factually, but I find that that Toyota-Lexus separation in America is definitely a thing where you're looking at Lexus as a luxury brand and you're looking yeah. at Toyota as another. I don't think that in some of the foreign applications that there's that much of a split as Lexus being identified as the luxury oh, brand and Toyota not. Or you never know. Maybe it's shifting to where they're slimming down on the Lexus line and they're just going to make that Toyota name the luxury across yeah. it's an international market now like you said with fiat back a lot of European automakers are back at it. Yep. And available to us so the new Camaro is a beautiful car. I've been, I mean, I've just been spending time looking at all these. Oh, new they cars. have some supercars. Chevy's been at it too. Yeah, I, I'm liking this race of the uh, horsepower. The 2019 ZR1 Vet has 755, oh. so it's getting close. Yeah, we are definitely getting close the to that. Hennessy Motorsports, they have been doing. They are today's Shelby. What Shelby was back then, they are doing it and carrying the torch and making regular. Rest in peace, cars. Carol Shelby. Yeah, Chrysler. 300 is another beautiful luxury car, which you think is that falls in that affordable everyday man price range, too. And like I said, the biggest thing I'm excited about from uh, automotive parts distributor factor is cars get smarter. We know it needs to be repaired and we can continue to improve and make these vehicles safer and more reliable for everybody on the road. That's kind of cool. And I'm sure Smythe Automotive, as they have done for years, will yeah. continue to grow and carry the parts of whatever crazy flying cars we have in the future. And that's what we pride ourselves on is the fact that we have it. It's available. We stay in tune with the market. And we're we're not just another parts distributor. We're paying attention. Cool. We, we know what you guys want. We know what our listeners want. We know what the people in our markets that we have parts share in are driving, what they have. So we're doing everything we can to constantly make sure that we have those replacement parts available. Same day. Come in. We'll get it shipped to you. Send it to your local parts plus car care center. We're going to have it. We're going to have it taken care of. Get you back up and moving as quickly as possible. Cool. Supply. Demand. <laughs> yeah, You guys are right there. Well, awesome. I'm sure we've got more to talk about with the uh, innovations to come, and yeah. there's a lot of new technology out there we want to share with you, but we're kind of out of time. So we're going to save it for next week. Move into wrap- a part two. Yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. Thanks for downloading. We'll see you next week with the rest of the innovations. The future is now, fellas. Thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. See you next time, guys.